What's going on, y'all? This is a supposed to be different podcast. This is episode 68, Hearts Revealed. Uh, hearts Revealed. Hearts Revealed. And it's not necessarily a good thing that hearts are being revealed in this case, but it is a, it's a good thing, but not a good thing. I got scripture, I got certain things to back it up, things that I want to discuss, things that I want to talk about. But um, I think you guys already know, uh, Kevin Samuels died, uh, I believe it was like Saturday night. Uh, it, for those who don't know, um, I've been doing stuff like this way before I even knew this dude ever existed. Um, actually, to, to be true, to be honest, I, I've been talking about relationships and stuff like that since I was at least like 15. But as far as like social media and stuff like that, I did it during, um, I actually did a little bit during MySpace days and stuff like that, but at least the since, primarily since since I moved here to Texas, so since 2013, I just wanna get that out the way. I know I tend to say stuff people don't like, I don't care, I don't care at this point because it's for people who need to hear it. What I've said this before, and I remember um, I was praying about this before years ago, and I was like, God, why are there so many single people? What's going on? Everybody wants to be in a relationship, but everybody's single. What's going on? There's a plethora of different reasons, but essentially, um, it's, it's a heart issue and it's always been a heart issue. And I remember saying this before, I said, people are revealing themselves. In my previous relationship before I met my wife, I said, all you gotta do is just let somebody talk and they'll tell you everything that they need to know. All you gotta do is just let people talk. That's all you gotta do is let people talk and they will reveal everything that you need to know. You just give them time to talk and they are gonna reveal everything. They're going to reveal everything. And um, I think really in light of this, with his death, that we, we're really seeing people talk. Um, and it's really sad. It's extremely sad because most of people's arguments are... And I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to touch on this and I'm going to keep going because this video is not about him. It's really not. It's just, I'm just saying hearts are being revealed because of this, especially within our community. Hearts are really being revealed. Um, I've never seen so many people celebrate a black man's death that actually didn't have the intentions of destroying our community. I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. 
I'll be 38. I've never seen somebody that actually didn't want to see the black community destroyed, wanted to see it built up, wanted to see healthy marriages and families and community. As far as black people are concerned, I never seen people celebrate and like his your own celebrate that. The fact that he delivered his information a certain way that was not tickling and ear candy. And people was like, I hate, essentially people was like, I hate him. I don't care. I'm glad. They might as well just said, I'm glad he's dead, Woody. And then they would say different things. And my argument with that is that there are people that have said the same things, but with sugar and people still didn't want to hear it. Those are facts. I hope you guys can hear this. I'm not sure. I need to uh, double check <laughs> real quick and make sure you guys can hear that. Hopefully it don't sound weird. So I'm going to check uh, Facebook. Otherwise, I'm just going to cut the live off and just continue going with this. So let's see something real quick. Yeah. All right. We good. So in any case, I've never, never witnessed that for real in my whole entire life. And of course, most people are like, I don't like what he's, I don't like how he said it. And it's like, well, people have said it in a nicer way. People have said it in a worse way and you still didn't receive it. And the thing was, he wasn't just talking to women. He was actually talking to, when I heard about him, it was first he was talking to dudes and I was like, man, who is this nigga? Who does he think he is? And then I backtracked and said, hold on, let me hear him out. And I listened to him and I was like, that hurts, but he ain't wrong. It's just said harshly. But like I said, again, I've been doing this since 2013, far as like since the moment, a little bit after I moved to Texas. I've been really like talking about relationships, either just blogging about it, then I eventually started doing videos. And then eventually um, I wrote a book. And then of course, I eventually started doing my podcast in 2018. Um, So I've been doing this way before I even knew that, dude. So you got some people that'll say, oh, you're just trying to be, just stop on that. All right. And something, so going back to what I was saying, hearts are being revealed in this time. Something that this man said was that a lot of people were gonna, like, he usually would say that to women, which was, I think it was kind of jacked up, but it was like, eh, it's kind of partially true for both men and women. It's, it's partially true. However, what I'm gonna say is that you can get married, right? But that don't mean that you're actually mentally, emotionally ready for a marriage. It does not mean I know it's early, bro. It's early. It's like eight, nine, seven, six o'clock in different time zones. Why are you talking? Bro, I could not sleep and I had to get this off my chest. I could not sleep at all. It was good. Could not sleep at all. And I... Kind of didn't want to say anything. Got posted things here and there. And, you know, people can easily be like, oh, you, you know, you know how people are. I don't care about that. Like I said, I've been doing this way before I even knew to do. I like some of the things that he said. Some things I didn't agree with. But guess what? I heard pastors say worse. And make people uncomfortable in church. 
and people were still mad. So it never mattered about how it was delivered. It was the fact that it was being said, Otosan. It was the fact that it was being said and people didn't like it. Period. It didn't matter how things were being said. I've said things. I've said things that people didn't like and it rubbed them the wrong way. There's plenty of people. There's a bunch of people out here before this dude that have said things in 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 in, in uh, concerning relationships that people didn't like but needed to be said and people didn't like it it didn't matter how it was said something that I said um I went back to Kentucky in 2018 actually and I remember I was actually talking about my dad my stepdad and I stopped because that's how God used me. I like it when he uses me like that. But I stopped singing and God gave me a word. And essentially, I say, we want, and I'm I'm primarily talking to believers because the, here's the scary part about what happened with this dude. Majority of the people that were celebrating were quote unquote believers. What? Were quote unquote Christians. Christians, y'all. So half the time when I'm talking, I'm not even talking to people that ain't saved. I'm talking to people in church. Y'all niggas get on my nerves. Like, you got some people who aren't believers, they look at us and they're like, dang, I thought you were a Christian. You think like that? And this is why I said in my post a couple hours ago, I said that there are unbelievers that are using the same talking points that we're saying now unbelievers are because they get it now scripture says that in the last in the in the end times in last days i'm gonna pour my spirit upon all flesh all flesh means all flesh all flesh means saved and unsaved now they gotta answer the god for themselves about how come they didn't come into a relationship that's on them but god was like look I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Now, what they do with that, with that connection with God, with that knowledge that they get from God, from that signal, I'll say it like that, that they get from God, that's on, that's between them and Yahweh, right? Or Yahweh. That's between them and God. Just like it's, it's between us and God, Right? And so either way, look all through scripture. You mean to tell me the prophets always said things that were good to Israel when Israel was wilding out? Y'all are bugging. Prophets were being killed by their own because the people didn't like what was being said. I'm not trying to deify this dude. I'm not trying to preach this dude into heaven because that ain't got nothing to do with me. But I will say this. I will say this. Even Christ said things that rub not just the prophet. Christ himself. Y'all need to reread your Bibles, especially y'all supposed to be believers. You better reread your Bibles because my Savior, Yahoshua Hamasiah, Jesus Christ, was like a savage, savage, said some savage stuff to people y'all better reread oh uh, he he was so turned the other cheek you know in reality the real turning the other cheek was kind of like for your brother like truth be told but in any case 
He was calling people snakes. He was calling people dogs. He was like, yo, I'm not here for you. I'm here for it. He was saying he was, he was saying things that made people want to kill him, stone him, throw him off a off a off a off a off a cliff. Like there are countless times that Jesus has said things and and people wanted to kill him, wanted him dead, wish that many men wish death upon me. And guess what? They were the same people that said that we are the son, we, we are the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They were believers too, wishing death. Because he gave them a message that they didn't want to hear. Because they didn't like it. Again, I'm not trying to deify this dude. That ain't, mm -mm. I'm not trying to preach him into heaven. But what I will say is that he gave a message for, for certain people that needed to hear. And if you rubbed you the wrong way, then it was supposed to rub you the wrong way to make you examine yourself. Something that I said, going back to what I was saying earlier, when I went to Kentucky back in 2018. And what I said was, I was singing uh, this William Murphy song. I need your glory, more of your glory. Less of me and more of you. And I said, before you can get his power, you need God's correction. You want God to bless you, you need God's correction. If and the scripture tells us that God corrects those whom he loves. If you, if you want, oh. What I said was, if you don't, essentially, I was saying, if you don't want God to correct you, that essentially you don't want his grace, you don't want his mercy, you don't want his, um, what, grace, mercy, love, you don't want his power, you don't want his authority, you don't want his blessing, if you don't want him to correct you. I'm talking to believers, especially the quote-unquote believers, because God corrects those whom he loves. If, and, and don't get me wrong, correction hurts, correction stings, but correction is there to help you. It's there to help you grow. It's gonna, of course, it might rub you the wrong way. It's not, it's not meant to make you feel better. It's to make you examine yourself and fix things. That's what correction does. That's why we get convicted. You have to repent. Believers, non-believers, they just living their life until they come into, you know what I'm saying? Come into the presence of God, come into the spirit of God, say, well, what must I do to be safe? Okay, cool. They ain't there yet. They ain't there yet. But you are believer. You are Christian. You are follower of Christ, claiming to be, right? You are something I, I the, the reason why I slowed down on doing lies was one, because like, I'm married. I got a kid now. Da, da da da. But I said so much stuff over like past over the past five years. Past that, I've been saying things for years. One was to help me too, is because I knew it was going to help other people. I didn't said enough. It got to a point where I started seeing people say the same stuff. I was like, all right, guy, you revealed it to me. You revealing it to other people in, in in the faith. You revealing it to people that are not in the faith. You just revealing it. Well, I ain't gonna say nothing. I didn't said everything I needed to say. But when it comes to believers, you got to understand this. And I said this before, and I'm not going to be here long because I got homework to do and I need to see what my wife needs me to do. All right. If you want to get married, 
reread your Bible. If you don't want to serve, don't get married. You might as well, and in that case, you might as well just not be a believer anymore. <laughs> I'm being, I've said that before, as jacked up as it was, I said it before. If you don't want to serve your significant other, look, man, you might as well just quit being a believer, period. Because it's a waste of your time. And a waste of God's time. It's a waste of your time. You wasting your time because you don't want you don't want to serve. You just want to be served. That's not what marriage looks like. I wrote it in my book. It's it's called the battle blade. It's called being in a foxhole. You are not your significant other's enemy. You shouldn't be learning. You should not weaponize anything that you learn about your spouse and weaponize it against them. Sorry. You should not be doing that. That is your battle, buddy. You have a common enemy. You two are not enemies. If you are enemies, then essentially y'all shouldn't be together. Because that is your that's your battle buddy. That's the person that you war with, you war alongside with. As ambassadors, as soldiers, believers, Christians. That's your job. Another thing that I said, I had I got scripture here for like a bunch of stuff I gotta say, but I don't think I'm gonna say it. I don't really feel that to say, it, at least not yet. And I'm not trying to be on here long. It just feels like I'm regurgitating things that I've already said before. Because I've said it. Because I'm like, yo, it's going to help. Hey, God revealed things to me. God re that's, that's all it was. I really don't want to be on here long. I really don't. Because I didn't say so much stuff. I'm like, for what? Can I say that, God? I'm going to ask you this question. Why do you want to get married? We all have our own individual reasons as to why. But if your soul as believers, people that are not saved, they may not get it. People that are not in, you know what I'm saying, the faith anymore, they like, I don't care about that. And even then, if you get into a heterosexual marriage, you're still representing Christ in the church. So the question is for you believers, why do you want to get married? Do you actually want to glorify Christ? Man, woman, do you want to actually glorify Christ in your marriage? Or you do you just want to be like, I'm married. It's just about me. I don't care about nobody else. Or is it that you're supposed to be glorifying Christ as an ambassador through your marriage too? Like what? What is that? You get married and you just what? You just nah, yo, you're still an ambassador. And uh, even and even in marriage, your your heart is being revealed. Your heart is being revealed. Scripture tells you to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Right. So if you're learning to love your neighbor as you love yourself, then that means that you're looking at your neighbor. You're looking at this person and saying, man, I don't want to do this to this person, because if I do this, I wouldn't want it to be done back to me. Both individuals. It shouldn't be just one person. Well, you know, I'm expecting this person. Da, 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 da. What is that person? What's the other person going to get? It's 
called reciprocation. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. The other thing that I want out here, I am thoroughly, personally, I am thoroughly annoyed of hearing that God or Christ never expects anything from us. That is a lie. Reread your Bible, believers, Christians. That is a lie. Where in scripture has it ever said that God or Christ didn't expect nothing from us? Y'all better reread it. It's early. Reread your Bibles. Every time God taught or Yahweh taught to Israel, he would say, Hey, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I deliver you from this. Don't fall into sin. Don't be like these Gentiles. Don't be like these pagan nations. Don't this, 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 this. That sounds like he was expecting something from the people he had a relationship with. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Just don't do this to me. He's expecting something. When Christ would heal people, when Christ would prophesy to people, he was like, it's a few times he, like, let's use the woman uh, at the well. He put her business out there. He said, don't sin anymore. The woman that got called out for cheating and why in the world they didn't call the other dude out? I don't know. To this day, we still don't know why. He said, hey, don't sin no more. That's the expectation. Even heal people was like, hey, don't sin no more. He doesn't want, does he understand that? Like, that's a desire. He, that's his desire for us to abstain from sin, to combat sin, to fight sin. If it wasn't his desire, then there would be no need for any of this. There wouldn't be no need for God to prophesy to even say, because of Adam, this is going to happen. You're, you, the, the seed of your, uh, the hill of your seed is going to crush the seed of the serpent, the head of the serpent's, uh, the seed of the serpent's head, right? There would be no need for this. Adam would have just ate the fruit and then that would have been that. But sin entered into the world because of Adam. And if God didn't expect us, to always repent, not just for our actions, but for our thoughts as well. If he didn't want us to do any of that, it wouldn't be in the Bible. This would be a waste. All of this would be a waste. So the reason I'm saying this is because in Ephesians 5, it says that marriage is a great mystery. It's essentially a type and shadow of Christ in the church. So if God is expecting something and he... Mm, why am I here? If God is expecting something and he verbalized what he desired from his people, us, what us, Israel, and then us, the church, what makes you any different about you not saying anything about what you desire? Right? Because we always say, God knows my heart. He does. There's a scripture for that. Yeah, he does. And it also says that your hearts are deceitful, but he does. He knows your heart. He knows all of our hearts. Right? Give me a second. He knows all of our hearts. And he's saying, I desire this from you. I know what you desire, but I'm going to always do. I'm always going to give you better than that. Because he's so abstract. But the fact of the matter is, when it comes to marriage... Please understand this. 
Learn about your significant other, but not for the sake of weaponizing what you learned about them. That's vitally important. Your spouse is not your enemy. Your spouse is not your enemy. Your spouse is not your enemy. If your spouse is your enemy, then that's a problem. Because now the enemy is using you two to combat each other. Ah, can I say this, God? Is it okay if I can say this? Can I say this, Father? Can I say that? Okay, bet. All right. B. This is just something I don't know why I'm. I, I, this 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 episode is called Hearts Revealed. I already said what I need to say about Kevin Samuels, but um. You know what? Let me go to my Twitter because I want to share that too. I'm going to go to my Twitter. All right. B, and I'm saying this because I have people, right? And I have people checking me. I'm being honest with you. So, or if I'm off, I'm off. If they like, nah, you on it, then it is what it is. But I have, I'm talking to people. So, Okay, can I say like, be mindful of the counsel you receive if the counsel, one, doesn't back up scripture. Ah, if the counsel doesn't back up scripture, either you want to hear something, you want to hear air candy and you don't want to be corrected, right? So you, you can receive correction from somebody or you can receive correction directly from God. Right? My homeboy gave me a word the other day. He said, don't do this. I said, all right. And I'm doing my darndest. Okay? If you are receiving counsel, this is just something to be mindful of. I just want to, I don't know. I just want to say this. If you are receiving counsel and that counsel does not line up with scripture, that is an issue. Because the count ah, because the counsel essentially is supposed to one make you go to Christ and say, okay, or make you go to God and say, okay, what do I do? 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 Why? Because you have to answer for yourself. What do I do in this situation? It's okay if I say that. There's time. Okay, I can say that. There's times when, like, my wife and I, we get into it, and I'll just be like, man, what do I need to do? Because I have the answer for my for my actions. Anything. I told my wife that. What do I'm like, yo, when I go pray, I can pray for you and the guy help her. I'm like, no, I got what do I need to do? Sometimes he just like, yo, be quiet. Like, be quiet. Even if she wants me to say something, be quiet. The times it's, it's like that. Where I have to be quiet. Look. But the thing is that I'm asking God, okay, what do I do? Again, if you're this is just for like future reference. You want to get married, you da da da. Find, yeah, if you're getting, yeah, I'll say it again. If you're getting counsel, but that counsel does not line up with scripture, that is a problem. Because it's supposed to line up with scripture because we're supposed to be Christ, like Christ in the church. It's supposed to line up with scripture. Can I say that? 
All right. Mm. This is talking about hearts being revealed. Be willing to be honest with your significant other. Again, this is not to weaponize what you're learning about that your significant other, whatever, but be willing to be honest. Now, in this case, because this is your neighbor, this is way different than just some random out there. You have to be able to learn how to speak to that person because essentially that's your neighbor and you're learning things about that other. I've talked about this. You're learning things about that other person. That person is your spouse. That person or going to be your spouse. And it's still all about serving. So even not just in deed, but in, in speech or whatever. I'm being for real. How do I say this? Mm. Can I say that? Okay. Learn. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's weird. This is really weird how I'm going to say it. Learn about, learn about it. Learn about what provokes your spouse. Exactly. Learn about what provokes your spouse. Sometimes you'll be in conversation or sometimes God will reveal something to you. Learn about what provokes your spouse or what triggers your spouse. Learn about it. And then don't do it. <laughs> that, that, that's basically it. Learn what triggers or what provokes your, you know what I'm saying, your, your significant other. And then don't do it. Oftentimes, it's the complete opposite. You, you will learn, if I talk about my ex-wife, Jesus, but you will learn things about your significant other. And then instead of doing the complete opposite, of, you know what I'm saying? Of what you learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this person, da 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 Okay, let me be mindful, da 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 We do the thing that we intentionally, was like, we don't care. We're going to do it. We're going to do the thing that pisses them off because we don't care. What does that look like? Now, again, both individuals, both individuals should be having a mindset like, okay, let me you experience this 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 before okay let me be mindful of not to do that it's called taking somebody into consideration it's called loving your neighbor as yourself let me learn these things about you and then be like all right let me not do those things now here's the funny part People that's out there playing uh, playing games, they do that. Hey, girl, what you what you looking for? What type of man you born? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know I want to know what kind of you know what kind of woman you looking for? Da, 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 da. And some people say, ah, you know I'm looking for this 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 this. Did they be that? That's because they're trying to. You get what I'm saying? You got people out there playing games, learning about these people and breaking their hearts. But you mean to tell me you're in a whole marriage and you can't do that? But people out there. 
that are that are that have the wrong intentions for somebody else's heart is doing that. You don't find that <laughs> in, <laughs> in, the, in the words of uh, uh, Omar, uh, Doctor Umar Johnson. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that weird. That they're they're using those things for. Listen, I've said this before though. The people that are playing games are utilizing the tools that you need to utilize to help your marriage. But what? Think, think. That doesn't make any sense. That's not weird. They're utilizing the tools that you need to be utilizing to better your marriage. They're utilizing it to get what they can get from that person and throw them away. Extremely narcissistic. Men and women. You mean to tell me you can't ask your spouse or learn things about your spouse and be like, okay, let me be that or try my best to be the type of person that I need to be for this person. Why are you married? Why? Why do you want to get married? Sorry, y'all. Stressing. Why? Why do you want to get married? This is for men and women. Why? Because it's still about servitude. We think it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's important. Finances is important. Sex is important. Raising kids is important. But you and just how you communicate, that's important too. Learn things and then don't do those things. That's going to provoke that person. Because if you're, if, you're, if you're doing something to provoke, that means that you essentially don't care period period like that's for both parties that's really important um yeah i was gonna say some other stuff but i i got scriptures all up here but i'm like i don't need it now because that's not where that's not where it's going and these are for, more so for people who who want to get married or planning to get married consider those things of course all the essential things like learn about that person like my wife learned stuff about me and i was like ah man it sucks i didn't want to tell you and da, 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 da. it was actually dealing with my finances and the things that i gotta deal with things i didn't take care of yet that i recently take care of it was like i was in bed okay talk about those things too those are important but at the end of it all guess what you can have every you can have all that other stuff together and still be a sucky spouse we didn't seen it. We didn't seen it with celebrities. They didn't got everything. Jada and Will, you know what I'm saying? They got it. They rich. They, they are well beyond being financially stable. And guess what? They got a piss poor marriage. And I pray that guy helps them. They got a piss poor marriage. So to sit there and be like, well, he got that piss poor marriage. Piss poor. Piss poor. Piss poor. It's out there in front of everybody. Piss poor. I hate to mention this, but um, Megan Good and her, uh, her I, uh, I forgot it, my man's name. They got divorced. They're, they were believers, financially stable too, believers too. They got divorced. Y'all better learn about your spouse. Learn about, guess what? Scripture said this. I will go to scripture. Genesis 2. It was Adam first, right? What happened with Adam? Hold on. I'm reading something, y'all. 
right. LaShawn said to an extent. I don't know what he's saying to an extent. But it's always best to corporate. I don't to mar- uh to marriage, get to know one another, be yourself in the beginning, most relationships. Exactly. Be transparent. No, I agree with that. Be transparent about yourself. And this is a matter of fact, mm, I'll say this. It's nope, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that yet. I don't feel led to say that just yet. So in any case. Genesis chapter 2. I want to get off. I'm, I don't want to talk about this no more. Not today. Not right now. All right. Excuse me. Genesis 2, verse 18. And the Lord said, It's not good that the man should be alone. I will make a help me form basically somebody a creature that's suitable a creature that is suitable do y'all re- read y'all bibles do y'all realize that when once Yahweh said that once God said that he started presenting animals to to Adam to see what he would do with the animals that's literally what happened before he brought the woman to him before he put him to sleep and took the rib out and fashioned her he started presenting other creatures that did not look like him, that didn't look like him. I've said this, I'm just regurgitating the stuff that I've been talking about for years. He said, it's not good for man to be alone. Let me make it help me something suitable, a creature suitable. And then out of the ground, God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. That's verse 19. That's the very next verse after verse 18. Right? And whatsoever Adam called every living creature that was the name thereof. Verse 20. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a help meet for him. That was intentional. The help meet was created for I'm the 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 help meet was created for Adam to fulfill a another part of his calling another part of his purpose that God had for him what was it to be fruitful and multiply subdue the earth he can't do that by himself not with these animals that's disgusting now that's going into transhumanism and uh, nephilim and stuff like that I don't know if y'all ready for that because that's a real thing alright and hybrids and people actually mating with animals and spicing genes. That's a real thing. And that's why you read in like the book of Leviticus why it's like stop sleeping with animals. That's in the Bible. Because people were doing that before the flood, genius. Y'all don't understand how ins- how 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 important marriage is. Marriage, God, it's just eating me up. How important marriage is. Marriage a heterosexual marriage keeps God, dog, it, God, it just, I just, I want to get off this live so bad. I want to stop recording this doggone episode. I'm so tired. I've been, I've said this for years. I'm like annoyed. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm annoyed because I've said it. Other people say it. Either y'all niggas care or y'all don't care. That's, that's just basically it. I can say all this stuff, but either y'all niggas care or y'all don't care. Marriage 
was to keep Adam from God, dog, is for help. It, him, him having a suitable help me was to help him fulfill his purpose that God already gave him before he even. God gave him a purpose. Nobody was around to be like, yeah, and cheer him on. He was the only person there. God gave him that. Before he brought the woman, the woman was supposed to help him continue that purpose to fulfill more of the extra, more of the purpose. It's in the Bible. Read it. Believers, Christians, read it. That's what it's there for. It's there for you to read and learn. Right? Look. No, I, I'm, I didn't say it so much. I'm so tired. Plus, I'm, I think I'm going to go to sleep. But I, I'm not. I got stuff to do. That's what I got coffee. Verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh thereof. And the rib the Lord God or Yahweh had taken from man he made a woman brought her unto man. He pre Jesus, he presented the woman. This is what I, when I, uh, I can say this because it happened. Um, with my wife, she, we were sharing a story with other different people how we met and I was we was talking to her sister-in-law's sister, and she was like, all right, Marsha, go ahead. I was like, she didn't do anything but add me. That was it. That's an ad. I, I pulled up and started talking to her. All she did was present herself. Do you know biblically that's all most women did that were part of the part of the tree line for Christ, for Christ? They presented themselves. That was it. They presented themselves. I pulled up. Alright. And Adam said this. Let's backtrack here. Go back to verse 9, uh, verse 20. And Adam gave to all the psych. Let's go back to verse 19. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them, to see what he would call them, to see what he would call them, to see what he would call them. I'm gonna present something that don't even look like you to see what you're gonna do with that thing. Now let's fast forward. Verse 22, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made a woman and brought her unto the man. Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. There's a different name in Hebrew. I forgot. Um, because she was taken out of man. And then Moses iterated and said, therefore, a man shall leave his mother and father and cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. The part is this, God, wow, before the first test with the, with, with the woman, the first test, the real test was, what are you going to do with these creatures that I present to you? What are you going to call them? Mm. They're going to, they'll play a part in your purpose, so to a little bit, but like, they're not you. I have a bigger I golly. I have a bigger mandate for you, and you need a something suitable that fits you to help you fulfill that mandate. You need to help me. Now, in reality, if it's in reference to a man, then it's gonna be vice versa. I talked about this before. I don't want to talk about this. I talked about it before. Like, I don't want to talk about it again. I've said it before. That's how I feel. Like, I just 
people, other people have said it. I'm just like, bro, either y'all gonna get it or y'all not. Even if I, I told y'all before, even if I wasn't married, I wasn't married for a long time. I got married in 2020, right? And before that, I said, even if I don't get married, my heart is still, either y'all gonna get it or y'all don't. I, I got it. And now I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to walk it out with my wife. I got it. And I'm doing my best. You can get it. And now, golly, you can get it. You can get the spouse and not walk it out with them. Because you're being goofy. So going back to what Kevin Samuel said, sorry, y'all. And he's like, you're going to die alone. No, some of y'all are not going to die alone, but it's going to feel like you alone because you ain't trying to walk it out with your spouse. You're not trying to learn things about your spouse. You're not. You just let me cater. I want to get catered to. All right. Versus let me cater to you and vice versa. We're both. Ca- Look, y'all. It's, it's what is it? Wednesday. I'm so tired. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to keep talking about this. At least not today. I guess it's because I just feel this up in me. Because I'm like, it's pe- the, the thing that bothered me, going back to Kevin Samuels, the thing that bothered me is that it's believers. God, dog. You got some believers that are witches, like open witches. That's another thing. Men and women. Witches and warlocks. Claiming y'all believers and y'all, What? Again, scripture said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. This is what I said. Because y'all was talking about him, and I don't like how he talked, because he that and he trying to destroy the black. Nick, y'all bugging. Y'all are bugging. Because guess who's already destroying the black family? Yes, multiple countries. We're separating black families. We're separating us. We're separating Israel intentionally and selling us as y'all better stop it. Stop it. Shame on you for being ignorant. Stop it. We as Israel are supposed to be an example to the rest of the world. Not just in getting blessings, but even in our marriage, we're supposed to be an example to the rest. of. Are you freaking kidding me? You don't want to be an example to the rest of the world when that's what we're supposed to be doing as individuals, first and foremost, as believers. We're ambassadors. Now, all of a sudden, you give me, you don't want to be an example. Guess, guess what? You're going to end up talking to somebody about your marriage. You ain't got to be on no pulpit. You ain't got to be on no stage. You ain't got to have no podcast. That's just me, right? You ain't got to have no live. You ain't got to do none of that. But you're going to find yourself in a conversation with somebody about marriage. Because you're supposed to be a type and shadow of Christ in the church in marriage. What I said was this: mugs are, yeah, mugs are celebrating Kevin Samuels are the same folk that don't like, and these are women that I'm mentioning because Scripture actually talks about how women, it actually says older women, but women are supposed to teach the younger women. I would say this: women that are physically old, women that are wiser. Because you got some older women that are not wise. Just like you got older men that are not wise. There are some younger men that are wiser than older men. There are some younger women that are wiser than older women. We've all seen it. Let's just stop playing games. I love saying stuff when people and make people leave. I love it. Alright. Muslim celebrating kids for the same are the same folk that don't like Sarah Lena, Erica Lashai or Lachey. Diamond Fierce, she's on IG primarily. No, she's on TikTok primarily. Kimmy Reed, heck, uh, Shah, Shah, Shahrazad Ali. 
Now, they all say different things, but the sad and scary part is this. I said, I'm not sure they're believers neither, but some that celebrated over this man's death are, and that speaks volumes. Some of y'all are believers, or some of y'all know some people that are believers. Right? Some of these people are believers. They're Christians. They go to church. They call themselves catching the Holy Spirit. Men and women call themselves catching the Holy Spirit. And but don't repent for nothing. But but don't feel no type of conviction from the Holy Spirit. Right? No repentance. None. But you so of course you're gonna you don't even feel no conviction. You just like ah. Nah, that's just one person. He's just one of men. They say it was polarizing because like he's the one that stuck out the most. This might feel like a reach, but guess what? Prophets were just like that too. They were polarizing as well. They stuck out. You got, we call them major prophets and minor prophets. Some of us, we don't even read stuff from the minor prophets because they got like a page that don't make them less of a prophet. Matter of fact, scripture says that God does not repent for the gifts that he gives us. There are some people actually called to be prophets. They're not in the church, but God had mandated them to be a prophet or to be any of the fivefold before they even smacked this earth. Because why? Because scripture says that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I knew you because I made you. I fashioned your spirit. I I mandated you to do this. Now, once you smack this earth, it's up to you what you do with it. Mm. Uh, funny joke. It's not really funny. But some of the some comedians, I look at them like, yeah, they're prophetic. They don't even realize it. But you gotta have look, man. There's people. Eh, we're spirits first. We're spirits first. The issue is, what spirit are you connected to? I won't even try to get into that. What spirit are you? You can be spiritual, but what spirit are you connected to? Are you connected to Ruha Hakodesh? Are you connected to some demon that was once a Nephilim and died and can't embody, needs a body? Mm, that's a real thing. That is a real live thing. Some of y'all are connected to a spirit. It may not be like directly, quote unquote, Satan or quote unquote, Lucifer. But some of y'all are connected to a spirit. This is why we got to repent. Some of y'all are con deliberately connected to a spirit that's actually demonic and basically is a disembodied. It's a, some of y'all are connected to a disembodied spirit. That's why I was like, yeah, you can be spiritual. Guess what? A spirit is a spirit. They know things. They see things that you don't see. But a, but the certain spirits can't reveal other, other things in people's hearts. The Holy Spirit can. Ruha Hakodesh can. These other spirits can't. They can't read it. They can't read your minds. They can't read your heart. Right? But the Ruha Hakodesh can now there are times where God is in the Bible with Balaam. Why am I talking about this? There's, the, Balaam was a whole warlock and God still talked to him and he still ended up doing witchcraft after all of that. So even then, God would come in and be like, hey, da 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 da. I'll pour my spit upon all flesh. I'm going to give you all the information. I'm going to download things to you. It's on you what you do with that information. Now you got to go answer to God. Why am I talking about this? 
Oh, because I was saying that some people are believers. Boy, look. I said it before. How God have mercy on your soul. I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen that in, in my in, in my life. Never. But now it makes sense because we as Israel, we as Judah, we're doing the same things that we did to our Golly, we're doing the same things that our ancestors did to the prophets. We're doing the same thing. Now we're doing it. To, it's not just look. It's not just the male prophets. It's women, even in the church. Tell me something I don't want to hear. Oh, I'm about to go in on you. I don't like you. I'm gonna da 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 da. Or you're a pick. It's women that, that look. And there's there's women that had the same speaking points as this man was saying it before any before they even knew about the dude they were already had these speaking points. Guess what? Some of the stuff that KS was saying, uh, uh Shahzad Ali was already saying it. Now she she's Muslim, but she was saying certain things that actually lined up with scripture. Y'all better stop, stop it. He was like a teenager when he heard about her. She was a whole adult. You got, mm, let me say this. You got men. Yup. You got, why am I saying this? You got men on a bandwagon with other women like that, hoping to God that they get laid by one of them. That's whack, bro. Just be yourself. Cause you know half the stuff that was being said, and it's not just him. It's other people that is. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people literally said it from a hateful, like you can tell, like they, they don't like you, they despise you, and but they're telling the truth, but they're just, they're saying it out of despise, like utter, utter despise. All right, I've said things that may have made somebody think that. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I've said plenty of stuff. I said stuff laughing because I didn't care. So, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter how you present it. If somebody going to be offended, good. Be offended. Now fix it. I'm offended. But was it the truth? It'd be different if somebody spoke a word curse over you and that wasn't true. It'd be different. I'll I put it like this. I had an ex-girlfriend. I don't know how loud I'm like, I am on here. I had an ex-girlfriend that said, I don't see you getting anywhere. Mind you, she had her parents taking care of her. Now I got to combat that word curse. I don't see you getting anywhere in life. I ended up being a teacher after that, though. But I'm like, bro, like you got your parents taking care of you. Are you kidding me? Your parents. I'm trying to figure it out still. You got your parents. Praise God you have your parents. Like my parents help me here and there sometimes. But like you got your parents taking care of your college tuition, da 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 da, and you mean to tell I don't see you getting anywhere? You gotta be freaking kidding me, right? Hearts being revealed, hearts revealed. Um, the other part I'm gonna say is I'm tired. The other part I'm gonna say is this. Uh, it was with uh, Dr. Alexis McClinton. My wife and I, we, no, we, we were on this live talking about how we met and stuff like that. 
But later on, I was with this panel with brothers and uh, sisters. They were asking this question. They said, what do I do about when I find out, I'm, you know what I'm saying, if I'm asking the man about like what his, the things that, that hurt him and this and has he been healed yet? And it's like, what are you going to do with that information? What if he's not healed yet? What are you going to do? Right? No, I appreciate it, man. I said, what are you going to do with that information? What are you going to do with it? Why do you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, it, it, I, I don't think it's, it's nothing wrong with knowing, but what are you going to do with that information afterwards? If he starts telling you about his past, things that, are, what are you going to do with that information afterwards? Right? Um, I'm saying that for a reason. This is what this is really I want to get. This is what I really want to get to. This other part here. The sins of your parents, or not just the sins, the battles of your parents that your parents didn't take care of are now getting passed on to you. Or the sins or the battles that your parents didn't win, that that their parents didn't win, that their parents didn't win, that their parents didn't win, not as being passed on to you. Right? Certain battles you can win on your own. But then certain battles require you to fight alongside your spouse for the next God dog. I'm so I didn't said all of this. I've said all of this. I've said all of this. Other people have said this. Either y'all gonna get it or you don't, or you won't. Go ahead. I'm gonna say something that's that's different from what he's saying. You can get married, generational curses essentially, right? But it's not just a curse, it's just a battle. Like, you just didn't win. Now you gotta leave it up to the next generation to fight the battle, because you just didn't win. You just didn't wanna fight it. You just didn't wanna combat it, so now you're passing it on to your child. And now they gotta figure out life, right? Now they gotta figure it out. Because you didn't wanna figure it out, because you didn't care enough about the next generation. You, You know who did that too? Our own people in the Bible. Man, we finna do what we wanna do. Let the blood of uh, let 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 this Jesus blood be on our grandchildren. They ain't care. They nah. Let them deal with it. Let them deal with it. I look at my daughter, and I tell I tell my daughter. I said, "Daddy is fighting." I'm not gonna cry. I said, "Dad." I tell her that she probably won't. Nah, she don't look at that. She just look at me and smile. I said, "Daddy is fighting, baby. Daddy is fighting." Daddy is going to win, so you don't wrestle with this stuff. Daddy is win. Daddy is fighting. Daddy is fight. I tell her that occasionally. Daddy is fighting, so you don't have to deal with this. There's certain things on my mom, from my mom, from my dad, from my mom's side, from my dad's side that I gotta fight because they didn't deal with it. That I gotta deal with it. Now I gotta be the one. Like, look, man, it, I, it, that's been irking me. I'm like, God, okay, I got to fight this. I got to make sure that this doesn't happen. That's weight. And it's either like, oh, you don't want to. Nah, bro, you don't want to pass that down to your next child, to your child. You don't want to. You don't. There's certain things that my mom saw on me and was like, golly. There's certain things that my dad saw and was like, he told me. He said, I don't want what I went through to, uh, to affect you. He told 
told me that like a couple of years ago. My biological father said, I don't want the things that I did to affect you. Bro, you never lived. You lived with me like, I don't know how many times, like once or twice that I can remember. But you had the unction to say, I don't, I really don't want what I dealt with to fall on you. To affect you. I don't want the things that I did to affect you. My dad said that. My dad said that. My dad said that to me. And guess what? Ain't nothing I, he can do about it because there's certain things that I got to fight anyways. And now I have my, golly, I have my wife. I have a wife that actually want to do it with me to be like, okay, there's, we were taught there's certain things that we saw within our parents' marriage that we're like, we don't want to do that. Right? We don't want to, well, I'm here, I'm on here too long. We don't want to do the things that we saw growing up. Most of it was negative stuff, but just anything. We don't want to do the things that we saw. We don't want to do certain things that our, our, our grandparents, great grandparents, other ancestors done that was not pleasing to God. That's the biggest thing. We don't. You got to find somebody that's like that. Find somebody that wants to combat the things that they couldn't, you know what I'm saying, that their that their predecessors couldn't win against. That's that's something serious. I'm talking to myself too. That's something um precious, vital. You know what I mean? It's really important. It's imperative. Find somebody that's like, nah, we ain't finna do what the, what the other people did. We're going to win against this and we're going to make things better for our, for our kids or whoever we get around. I've said all this before. I don't know how long I've been on here. I'm yelling. I got to eat you all this. I've been on here for an hour. I was, man, I promised myself I was going to be here on here for at least like 30 minutes. Y'all, follow my podcast. If you haven't followed my podcast, I've, say, I've said all of this stuff. All of this stuff. All of this stuff. There's people that you should probably could listen to. Listen to my apostle, apostle uh, Marcus, excuse me, McIntyre, Marcus McIntyre. Um... Dr. Matthew Stevenson, uh, Pastor Stephen Darby. They talk about things in, in, in reference to relationships, things that that help you. I've said all this. That's that's another reason why I don't do lives. I still do my podcast, but I don't do a lot of lives. I'm like, I thought it was supposed to look a certain way. And I was like, it, 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 it didn't matter. It, it reached who it was supposed to reach. <laughs> and if you didn't like what I had to say, usually y'all would disappear. So I don't care about that. But um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Mm, yep, I'm gonna say this: in marriage, is dealing with a heart thing. I've heard people say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I forgot. This I'm still talking to the church, and there's people in that's not in church looking at us sideways, like, "What? What's the purpose?" What's the purpose? Why y'all? Y'all ain't even trying to do that. Why? And people make excuses. Guess what? All right. Keep playing. 
1 Corinthians chapter 7. Now concerning the things whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Now he's talking about in reference to adultery or fornication. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, right? Because he, he people were touching each other, but they didn't have covenant on their mind. They weren't thinking about marriage. They were just smashing. And he's like, you're a believer. You ain't like these other people. If you're going to do all that, guess what? Now you have to be, you have to represent Christ in a marriage as well. You can't do what they're doing. You, you ain't watch. Guess what? As soon as you get your life to Christ, guess what? Mm-mm. You're, you're, you no, know, that's a requirement, soldier. When I was in the army, we joined our military. There were certain requirements that they, that they desired from us. There were certain things that they required of us if you wanted to join the military. There were requirements. Guess what? As I don't care. As a, I mean, God will forgive you. Yeah, I hope you repent, though. Otherwise, good luck when you see him. As a believer, and I'm saying this because, like, I had to repent. There was times, like, yo, like, for real, for real, before I met my wife, I was, boy, I was like, man, I shouldn't be doing this. Let me, nah, let me fix this. Right? Hey. Nah, let me fix this. I had to repent and correct it, right? As a believer, guess what? If you're doing that, not you're required. Guess what? Your marriage is a requirement. Otherwise, good luck with your life. Ah, God, give grace and mercy. Do you know what grace means? Grace is the power <laughs> for ministry. You know what ministry is? Ministry is servitude. Anyways, let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence and likewise the wife unto the husband. The wife hath not power of her own body, but the husband. And likewise, the husband hath not power unto of his own body, but the wife. Now, this don't mean you force yourself upon your, your significant other that don't work like that. But understand this. It's a covenant. Now, remember what I said in reference to Genesis. It's a reason why God was like, okay, it's not good for man to be alone. Let me present all these other creatures to him and see what he does with it. And when God noticed that he was naming it and not slaying, oh, laying it, but not slaying it, right? He wasn't piping down goats and stuff like that. Adam wasn't piping down dogs and gorillas and you know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm being for real. He wasn't. He he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm being for real. He he wasn't doing all that with birds and he. You know what I'm saying? Undefiled things with animals. God was like, all right, bet he passed the test. Go to sleep. Let me go ahead and do this surgery and pull this creature out. Let me shape it. And then I said, oh, ho, 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 this look way different. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This this it. Oh yeah. Right woman because she came from me right so now he can do the things mm, he can do the things with his suitable help me that he couldn't do with something that wasn't suitable so guess what and it's supposed ah, and it's supposed to be beneficial to both of them because they're both in covenant they're both oh god leave i want to stop recording i want to get off this side they're both in covenant with one another and guess what 
God allowed that to happen. God created this thing because it was part of his plan. So, of course, it was going to be pleasing to God. Why you think in the book of Leviticus, he's like, don't sleep with animals, bro. Because that's not pleasing to God. That's not what God intended for man and beast to do. He created man and woman to do it in, in reference to marriage. Y'all, y'all hear me. Defraud yet, defraud ye not the other except to be consent for a time. You know what? I'm going to read this in a Berean. It's something about the Berean. And I'm going to get off. Because I got to work on homework. I think my wife is asleep now. Bible Hub. And I'm going to get off. I'm tired of this. I'm going to reread it. The Berean version says, Now for the matters you wrote about, it is good to abstain from sexual relationships, but because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. He's talking to believers. He's like, yo, get married and honor God. Don't you understand? God! Don't you understand how marriage is honorable? Not just to pay, it's honorable unto God. Cause you're, mm, cause you're sacrificing to one another. Let me check on my daughter. I'll be back, bro. I'm sorry. That was supposed to happen. All right. My bad, y'all. That's why my daughter started moving. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband, likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife. Do not deprive each other except by mutual consent for a time so you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you through your lack of self-control. Because guess what? They under guess what? Because guess what? 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 Just because you have the Holy Spirit don't mean that your flesh is just gone now. And just disappeared. Your desire. That's don't get me wrong. Oh, that's what I was gonna talk about. Don't get me wrong. God, I wish the church would. This is why church irks me just in general not not my church but church in general irks me we've demonized the beauty of sex because we let the world dictate to us what sex looks like right we got scripture telling us what sex looks like you better read the song of solomon and proverbs and stuff look somebody else left we got the bible tell us like the bike look y'all the bible got people getting stabbed got people getting murdered like people getting lied on and the bible has talking about how to how to how to how to clap cheeks that's in the bible how to love on your spouse that's in the bible why the church won't talk about it i don't know why are you making it taboo but then you're gonna demonize people when they get into fornication you're gonna demonize people when they get into adultery but you're not trying to glorify the thing that God created us to have in marriage. You won't glorify it. You won't even talk. Talk about the beauty of it. Question. How many of y'all are having... Mm, let's just be real. Let's, let's keep it real. 
you're married, you're a believer. How many of you are actually having beauty in your in in your sexual relations with your significant other, man or woman? How many of us are? We can't. We don't talk. What are we gonna say as a church? What are we gonna say when we're demonizing it as if sex was something demonic? It never was anything demonic. Never was. It never was. But who and what perverted it was one because of sin, and then two, the angels, the fallen angels, the watchers came and started perverting things too. All right. Do not. All right. So lack of self control. He's like, look, I know. That you can only withstand for so long. Y'all heard the phrase, what a woman won't do, what one woman won't do, another woman will, what one man won't do, another man will. God, come on, y'all. God already knew all that. I was like, this is why I want you to, this is why. Because somebody else is waiting in the wings. Pull your chick to pull your dude. They can't get their own. They got to take yours. Think, think about that. They can't get their own. They trying to take yours. They want yours. They can't get their own. They can't get themselves together to find a spouse. They want to take your spouse. That's sad. That speaks volumes. All right. Right. And Paul says other stuff, right? Anyways, hearts are being revealed. Now, oh, the reason why I mentioned that, because you had non-believers and people that weren't married looking at married people like, y'all don't what? Well, because non-believers and people in church looked at, looked at, looked at married people like, well, that don't make no sense. Like, we understand, like, marriage is honorable. You, at least in their mind, they understood, like, okay, you're married, you're having sex, you shouldn't feel no type of guilt. Because you're with your significant other. You're in a heterosexual marriage. You, you shouldn't feel no type of nothing. And y'all mean to tell me y'all not doing it? You mean to tell me that unsaved people or people that are in sin are having, having more sex than you? Make this make sense. Oh, I'm going to say this. I want to stop, but I want to say this. Mm, This is for women. And this is not necessarily in marriage. Marriage, you got to figure it out. Some, I'm going to say it like this because. Okay, I'll say it because it's kind of like a cliche thing. Just because a man wants to have sex with you does not mean that he wants to marry you. It does not mean that. Sex actually is a consummation, a confirmation of marriage. That's what technically what sex is for. It's a consistently confirmed the covenant. Consistently confirmed the covenant. Consistently confirmed the covenant because it's intimate and worse. Anyways, just because a man want to have sex with you don't mean he want to marry you. Just because he want to be all up in your face don't mean that he want to marry you. There was women all up in my face did not want to marry me. They wanted to have sex with me. I'm being for real. And eventually they made it known, like, nah, that's all I wanted. I'm like, bro, you wasting my time. Like, yo, I'm I'm trying, I'm looking for my wife. You playing. Like, yo, you wasting my time. Right? So 
just because a man wants to have sex with you don't mean he wants to actually marry you and be with you. He just want to have sex because you look good. You got a fat butt. You got something that he wants. And he wants to get it from you. That does not mean that he wants to marry you. Okay? It does not mean that. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because if a man doesn't want to marry you, but he wants to have sex with you, he's going to tolerate certain things. He'll tolerate you talking to him a certain way. He might even tolerate you disrespecting him. If all he, if it's, if it's, if all in his mind and his heart, somebody just left because they don't like it. If his goal is, I just want to hit this. I'll do it all that till I dip. I'll deal with her talking to me sideways. I'll deal with this, 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 just so I can hit. And you ain't learned nothing. You just think, oh man, he just, nah. He saw your foolishness too. And he say nothing to you because he trying to hit. He just, he trying to hit. A real dude, if he really digging you, he like, look, man, I like you, but I don't like how you talking to me. Hey, yo, I like you, but I don't like how you treat me. I'm not treating you like that. I'm not disrespecting you. I'm honoring you. I'm respecting you. Da, 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 da. I expect you to re-render it back. Why ain't nobody else say that before? Because them niggas was trying to smash. That's why. I'm trying to wipe you. I'm trying to build something. I want to grow with you. Hey, what's going on, sis? I'm trying to build. I'm trying to grow with you. These other niggas out here was just trying to beat. You got to be kidding me. Of course they ain't going to say nothing. I'm being for real. Of course. They, why would they? Why would they say something to you? They don't care. Their intentions is I'm going to hit at least a couple times and I'm out. And then now you be like, all oh, men are the same. Nah, that, a couple of them niggas you was messing with, ain't they, they're, they're identical. But a bunch of us aren't. Does that mean that we don't want to have sex too? No, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, we want to have sex, but we want to be honorable. God, why don't you understand that? There's men out there that want to be honorable. But y'all, some sisters are dealing with dudes that don't want to honor you. God, don't you? Why don't you understand that? There's dudes out there that want to honor you. There's plenty of dudes out there that actually want to honor you. Don't you get that? They want to honor you. Honor you in reference to marriage, wait until marriage. They want to be honorable unto you, whether they're believers or not, truth be told. They want to honor. They want to be honorable. Don't y'all understand what marriage does? It, it takes away a woman's shame. That's in the Bible. Some of you, I'm being for real. Takes away a woman's shame. Why? I don't know. I don't get that part. Well, it probably makes sense because it's like if the dude just want to smash it, it's like, Shh. <laughs> all they want to do is just have sex with me. They don't want to. Be, they don't want me to. They don't want me to be my. They don't. They don't want me to be. They don't want. They don't want to marry. They don't want to marry me. They don't want to be my husband. They, but they. They just. You got some of them that celebrate that. Oh well, at least I can get them in the bed. Yo, but you can't. <laughs> But you can't get them to respect you and wife you up. You okay with that? You, you, some people are. Some of y'all are like, ah, I'll just take it. Some of y'all are believers, I think, like that. There's dudes out there that actually want 
to honor you. God told me with my wife, he said, be honorable. My wife is blessed. I ain't going to cap. I was like, boy, look. Bro. I said, man, look. He said, be honorable. That was hard for me. Be honorable. Why? Because I was used to women not wanting to be honorable neither. I was used to it. I lost my virginity at 15. I was used to women not wanting to be honorable. In church, not wanting to be honorable. I'm, you, I was used to that. As a believer, as a rededicated, right? Re-engrafted in the faith. I was used to women not wanting to be honorable. I was used to it. You would think that I would do, I would do my best to be honorable, but in the end, they didn't care. They, they didn't want to be honorable. Guess what? My wife was willing to feel convicted. And he conviction. And God was like, be honorable with her. I never heard that with any other woman. I'm not lying. I never heard God tell me that. And technically, he should. I said this before. Technically, I shouldn't have to hear God say this. But he said that with her. Be honorable. I was used to women not wanting to be honorable. Not just out. Not just. Not in church. In church. In church believers. Just, you know, because I was used to it. I was like, ah, but you know, yeah. They ain't feel no way. The difference between me with them is that they didn't repent. They just like, ah, you know. I'm like, nah, I felt bad. I was like, ah, man. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Dang, man, we shouldn't be doing this. This is not pleasing on the God. Why you feel like that? Why, sh why shouldn't I feel like that? Why shouldn't I feel convicted? Just because you got the Holy Spirit don't mean your flesh just disappeared magically. Your flesh is still there. That's why it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Right? Verse 5, do not deprave one another, uh, each other except by mutual consent for a time so you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come again so that Satan will not tempt you through your lack of self-control. Your flesh is still there. Even if you have the Holy Spirit, your flesh is still there. Keep playing. been saying this for I've been talking like this for years I didn't know that man I ain't find out about him until like 2019 and this and I uh, this is the things that he was talking about he said y'all want this type of dude and essentially he's like you got to understand what what's required of him well what about me okay you already you made your requirements known what about his requirements well, that ain't, oh, mm. everybody has requirements. Everybody has requirements. Some requirements are over the top. Some requirements are outlandish, but everybody has requirements. You got preferences. You got requirements. Everybody has a requirement. You There's a requirement to get a job. There's a requirement to get into college. Right? There's a requirement. Just about everything in life has a requirement. You mean to tell me that all of a sudden relationships don't? Everything has a requirement. Everything. You want money? 
you gotta work or you gotta do something even if it's illegal, even if it's illegal that's still a re- you, gotta, you get it it's a requirement you gotta do something to get this either you're gonna do it the legal way or the illegal way but money ain't gonna fall out the sky it might but it won't not necessarily not really it's a requirement something is required what i'm saying is something is required of you to get it and so many people both men and women think that they're not required to get something um in order to get it some people really think that ah i got the bare minimum i got some pipe i got i got some good kitty cat that should be good enough. I look good. I smell good. That should be good enough. Boy, y'all, both of y'all bugging. You gotta be kidding me. That's mm-mm. both men and women. Hearts are being revealed. Heart really hearts are really really being revealed. And I think at this time we're seeing that people are not willing to be honorable. They want what they want. And they don't want to serve to maintain what they got. That's really what it is. It's not really serve to get, but it's serve to maintain it. Serve to keep it. Serve to grow it. Men and women, y'all, a lot of us don't want to do it. Hearts are being revealed. Can I say that, guy? No, he said don't say that. Okay. Well, what can I say? All right, nothing. All right, cool. Can't say that. All right, amen. Parts are being revealed. Find somebody who's with men and women. Find somebody who's willing to be honorable. Find somebody who wants to honor you. Men and women. Find somebody that wants to honor you. Marriage is a it's not a one-way street. It's both people honoring and serving one another. What how does that look? Look, some people got some outlandish requirements and they might not never ever find what they want. Why? Because in most cases, the person that they want that 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 meets their requirements, they don't meet that person's. I said this before too. You got all these crazy uh, requirements and you you can't even fit what this other person requires of you. Right? Dude, oh, I remember this clear as day. I remember this. Um, I had a uh, ex-friend of mine. She had told me about this dude. This nigga, I mean, I'm saying it just like that. This nigga called her and said, I want to take you out on a date. He called her. They ain't married. They ain't even dating. They, they ain't nothing. He's like, oh, I want to take you out on a date, but I don't have no car and I have no money. No, 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 no. What he said was, I have no car to pick you up. I'll give you gas money. That's about it. But I want to take you out on a date. Then don't go on a date. Right? Don't. Don't do it. Don't. Like, bro, like, you serious, dog? Like, you ain't got no money to... You you want to take her out. And you ain't got the means to pay for the date. I can see people like, yo, we're just hanging out. Let's just go walk in the park. Do that. Don't say I want to take you to the movie theater, theater and you ain't got no money to take her to the movie theater. 
That's what happened. I was like, whoa, it's weird. Years ago, uh, 2014, actually, this girl, I met this lady, sister. I think I'm like a few, no, we're, she's older than me. She's like a year older than me or something like that. Um, she was going on a date and she was telling me about it and she's like, oh, I'm not feeling it. And I was like, hey, if anything don't work out, maybe you and I can go on a date. She gave me a number. In my mind, I said, I'm not calling her until I get paid so I can take her out. I told her that. I was like, yo, she came and scooped me. I was like, yo, but I said, I wasn't. I told her, I was like, yo, look, I wasn't going to hit you up. I chose not to do it. I, I, I asked for a number. I was like, okay, I'll ask her on a date at this time. Said, I already had it set in my mind. I'm going to give her a text on the time and say, hey, let's go out. I got you, but let's go out. I didn't tell her that. Not not when she gave me her number initially. I just looked at her and said, okay, cool. Looked at the calendar. So I get paid this time. I already took care of bills or whatever. I said, right, I'm gonna hit her up then. Very next week, it was Valentine's Day. She came. I was like, what you doing here? Oh, I came to get you. Why? She's like, nah. I was like, okay, but that's not what I had. I that's this is the thing I'm trying to say, is that. I was like, nah, I'm going to hit her up for a date once I get paid. Why would I hit her up and say, let's go somewhere and I ain't got no money. And I'm the one that initiated the date. I just asked for a number. I said, maybe you, I said, if everything don't work out, maybe you and I can go on a date one day. That meant that I was going to call her. I was going to initiate the date because I was going to pay for it. But of course, she took it upon herself. I was like, nah, you good. I was like, uh. she was like, nah, I wasn't, nah. She, for real, that's really what she was like, nah. I want to treat you. I was like, why? She was like, I just want to. I was like, I don't know you. Right? But that's what happened. Meanwhile, with, with the uh, ex-friend, the dude hit her up and was like, take me, I want to take you out on a date, but I can't do this. Then don't go on a date, bro. There are requirements. There are requirements. There are requirements. Everything in life has a requirement. How do we not understand that? Are some requirements unfair? Yeah. Guess what? I'll give you an example. I was wrestling. I was technically wrestling since the ninth grade. I went to state twice. My 12th grade year, I went to state again. I was supposed to win state that year in my weight class. The requirement was to be 112. I'm a small person. The requirement to make weight was to be 112. The requirement to participate in the state in, in Michigan at for Michigan State High School Association wrestling, blah 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 blah. For my weight class was to be 112 on the dot. That was the requirement. Do you know I was two tenths of a pound overweight and they would not let me wrestle? But the requirement was to be 112 on the dot. That was the requirement. I cried. I was supposed to win that year. I was supposed to win state that year. Everybody in their mama knew it. My rival, him and I would go back and forth. And they was like Mark or Matthew, some white boy. He was literally my rival. Like him and I were the best in our weight class in the state. We're in the lower peninsula. We were the best in our weight class. 
But the requirement for me to participate in that tournament was to be 112 on the dot. And I was 112 and uh, two tenths of a pound overweight. Guess what that meant? I could not wrestle. I cried. Because I didn't meet what? I didn't meet the requirement. Was it unfair? I felt unfair, but I knew what it was. Why? Because I've been wrestling for years. I was wrestling since I was like 14, 15. Yeah, I knew what the requirement was. Then they changed some rules. So some people that couldn't, they you can do something. You can run, you can da-da-da-da-da right before that. I was like, bro, come on. It didn't feel fair, but I understood the requirement and was like, I ain't nothing I can do. Some requirements are going to feel unfair, but it is what it is. The rules don't change for you. Guess what? Even with God, the rules don't change. He just has something for you specifically. That's why he says, my ways are above your ways. My thoughts are above your thoughts. You may want this thing, but you don't, you, you don't even meet the requirements of it. And then on top of that, it's not even good for you. It's not good for you. I want to get off. You want this particular thing. You want this job. You want this car. You want this house. You want this significant other. You want these clothes. You want this. You want that. But there's certain requirements that you don't meet. And God is like, you don't even meet it. But that's okay. Because I got something that fits or that you fit. And some of y'all be like, well, that ain't fair. I don't want that. I want this. I deserve that. Who told you that? Nobody told me that. Oh, so now you're your own God. God believe. Now we're making idols of ourselves. Here we go. Christians, believers. We're making idols of ourselves. Look at us goofballs. We're making idols of ourselves. Everybody has a preference. I have a preference. And basically, my preference was like, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> and I was like, God, I just want who you who you want me to be with. Right? Um, uh, uh an older woman in the faith told me it was a chick I, was, I always tell this story but it's the uh, I'll say it like this my the ex-girlfriend had a requirement that I didn't even meet I'm not her I wasn't her ex I wasn't her baby daddy that I couldn't fit she here's the sad part the things that she wanted him to do I was doing but her requirement was that please look like him please have an aesthetic like him please give me something that reminds me of him that was her requirement and I didn't fit her requirement so she went with what she desired in her requirement I didn't fit it you know what that woman of uh, woman of God told me you bet not wait you already don't fit. Why would you wait on something that you don't fit? Well, God can and he can. But okay, he could. Y'all, some of us are waiting on something that we don't, that we whose requirements we don't meet. Why don't y'all get that? There's certain things that God 
has for us that we that we fit in better. And you're like, ah, oh, but it's not this. Cause why? You want to show off to your friends? Cause they're the, the thing is worthy of being posted all of a sudden. And yeah, look what I it's not really God, it's look what I did. Oh, okay. Right? Look what I did. Look what I scooped up. Nah, man, I always say, man, it was God. God blessed me with my wife. Hey, I had a whole ex-girlfriend come up. Yo, where's your wife at? I told her, I was like, yo, my wife coming. Where's your wife at? That girl was trying to smash. She's like, I might not be able to get with you, but can we at least smash one time? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> God told me other stuff. He's like, if you do that with this girl, this is what's going to happen. And I was like, all right. Not wanting to be honorable. That goes back to that. I was used to women not wanting to be honorable, not having no type of conviction. That happened. That really happened. And Shorty, God bless her, was like, look, I know we ain't meant to be, but can I at least hit one time? And I said, no. And I'll be honest with y'all, I really wrestled with it. I was like, look, man, this might be fun. I'm being for real. I was like, look, man, this might, we might have a ball. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was like, oh yeah, we might have a blast. And God was like, you bet not do it. No, I wasn't married yet. I wasn't married at the time. That's what I was saying. I said, my wife is coming. Like, I'm gonna meet my wife one day soon, sometime this year. She came like that next month. She showed up, my wife showed up that next month. And God was like, if you do this with this girl, she's going to get into something that's not godly. Because essentially, I would have broke her heart. And then it would have segued into her doing something else. That's all I'm going to say. It would have segued into her doing something that's really ungodly. That really ungodly. And God said, if you mess with her, it's going to lead her into this. And I was like, okay, God. I said, all right. Right? Because I, I was I was just accustomed to it. I was accustomed to people not wanting to be honorable. Even if they said they were honorable, I was like, all right, you ain't fit to be honorable because you you trying to you trying to see how far the, the, my last ex-girlfriend was like that. I'm like, I'm trying my best to be honorable. You don't care. You just gonna bypass my boundaries. Like, yo, I'm trying to be honorable. And you, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I want to get it, but I want to be honorable. And you're trying to push the envelope. Okay, cool. Let's not be honorable then. Because that's what you really want. You know what I'm saying? The only person that God said to be honorable with was with my wife. That's the first time I ever heard that, which was the weirdest thing. I heard it. God was like, be honorable with her. All right, God. Be honorable with her. All right. I told her, I was like, God wants me to be honorable with you. I'm doing my best, right? I never heard that from anybody else that I, I was dealing with. Like, I'm for real. Anybody else that I wasn't, that I was dealing with, involved with, I never heard it, which was weird because you would think that you would hear that. That's something you, sh- you should know. But with my wife, I audibly heard be honorable with her. So hearts are being revealed at this point. We're seeing that people aren't honorable. People don't care about serving one another in reference to marriage, male or female. 
We're seeing that people are hurt. We're seeing that people are weaponizing our pain against one another. Instead of saying, what can I do to help you not feel that way ever? Watch that. What can I do to make sure you don't never feel like that again? That's like an R&B song, don't it? But that's what husbands and wives should be doing with one another. What can I do to ensure that you never feel like that again? You're not God. You know what I'm saying? We're not God. We're not perfect. We're going to disappoint our, our significant others. But you're going to do your best to, you know what I'm saying, to ensure that I don't want you to feel like that. How you were feeling like that with that other person, I never want you to feel like that ever again. That sounds like game, but as a spouse, that should be your goal for that person to never feel the way that they felt with that other person. To never feel that pain that they felt with that other person. To never feel that even inkling of it. That's your job. It's not about, per se, making each other happy. It comes with it, but serving one another. If you're doing something and you're rare, oh, that person's like, hey, yo, can you da 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 and you continue to do it, that's the problem. Don't justify it. Can I say that? Oh, I already said it. Don't justify it. Don't make an excuse so you can continue to do it. Don't. Because now... Well, if that person's like, all right, bet, I'm a, the things that you experienced with your other, other exes, which you don't care about how I feel, I'm going to do the same thing. It was, it was, that's not fair. Well, you Okay, and your point is what? Now we're enemies. When we're supposed to be comrades, now we're enemies. And truth be told, a lot, a lot of us aren't looking for a comrade. We're looking for a spouse to put our foot on their neck. Whose neck to put their foot on, or to put our foot on. Male or female, I'm a dominant. It's da 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 What about, I'm a surgeon. Because blah, 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 blah. I got my role, you got your role. But we're serving one another in our roles. Not, I'm a rule over you. Because this woman did this, these women did that. I'm gonna rule over you. Cause these men did this, these men did that. Like rule over in the sense of like, I'm gonna dominate you. I'm gonna control you. I'm gonna, I'm the one that wears the pants. Like, bro, like we're serving one another. Everybody has their role. Everybody has their position. Ah, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm actually hungry. I wasn't planning on talking this long, but I, 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 I don't know. I just got, I, I talked to my homeboys. I ministered to one of my friends about some of his stuff. So I'm talking to people, but um, it's just been a while since I did a live. So I guess this is me kind of like regurgitating everything that I've talked about over the years. Um, I guess I'll end it in a prayer and then I'm going to cut it off. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of your whole show. I just pray to thank you first and foremost, Father, for your grace and mercy. I pray to thank you for waking us up this morning, blessing us to be in our right mind. I just pray Psalms 91 over all of us, Father God. Um, I pray now that you equip us with the whole armor of God, whole, whole armor of light. Help us to be a light to others. Help us to be a blessing to others outside of ourselves. Um, Father God, I pray and I ask you that um, this falls on good ground, that it, you know, it doesn't fall on deaf ears, that 
the people that were meant to hear it hears it father god that it that it deals with them that it ministers to them that it encourages them that it gives them some type of hope father god that it helps them examine themselves um i pray and i ask you father in the name of jesus and your whole that you um just move upon those who have listened to it father god who've heard anything that I've said or will hear something that I'll say later on. Ah, I don't want to do that. Okay, this is live, okay. Can I say that? Deborah? Okay. There's one more person. Deborah, there's one more person. There's one more person. I don't know what's going on. God, I just thank you for your grace and mercy. I just, God, I thank you for your grace and mercy. There's one more person, Deborah. There's one more person, Deborah. This is a, but it's a test. Oh, whoa. Ah, geez. Okay. Just pray on this. Mm, it's okay if I say it like that. Can I say it like that? Okay, the enemy, well, it might be for you too. The enemy knows how this, so this might sound cliche, but I was talking to Deborah, it might be for you too, Tasha. The enemy knows how tired you are. Whoa, okay, maybe for you too. And you're questioning, maybe I should be like these other women. And it's like you're saying something along the lines of maybe I should compromise. I dealt with that before and it didn't work. Maybe I should compromise to get what I want because it looks like they're winning. But they're not winning, truth be told. They're not winning. If They may think they're winning, but they're not. But God is getting, it's a, it's a warning. But it's the warning to protect you. Understand that. It's not a warning for you to be scared. It's not a warning for you to be fearful. It's a warning to protect you. There's going to be a man, at least one more, And he's and God is allowing it. He's allowing it to happen to see just how tired you really are, and will you cave? Mm, can I say that? And however he looks, whatever he has going on, it's gonna be. It's gonna look like it's worth caving in. Ah. Oh. So I don't know if this, it should be at least like one more dude before you actually meet. Most people don't talk about this. Like, I'm not scared for the most part to talk about this because we talk about jobs, we prophesy this, we reveal people. But we don't talk about marriage, but God didn't did it in the scriptures all the time. All right. At least one, there's one more dude, but this dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure if I'm right. It could be a mental thing. It could be just how you're feeling. It could be something. It could be passing thought, but either way, the warning is this, is that there's going to be at least one more dude, but it's going to look like it's worth compromising. Like it's going to, it's going to, I don't know if this is a future word, right? Because sometimes that happens, you know what I'm saying? God give you something and you're like, oh, that ain't okay. Then later on it happens. So this happened to me plenty of times. Um... It's going to be almost kind of like at a wit's end. Like a sensation of like, you're at your wit's end. 
Um, yeah, it's going to be the sensation that you're at your wit's end. Like, you're just like, okay, I ain't had a haircut, but I need to act this out. I need to act this out. I need to act this out. So I, I need to act this out. My hair is not cut, y'all. But I need to act this out so you can get it. So you can really get it. So people that's listening to it, basically I'm taking my hair. You're doing this. Or will be doing this from a spiritual perspective or from a soulless perspective. You're doing this. And it's like this. And you're actually kind of like hitting your head. I kind of... You're doing this. And you're just like... And it's... It's like this type of like frustration, slow, low-key anguish. And you're just like... Ah! When? Ah! Like, I... I kind of see that. Like, you're grabbing your hair and you're just not physically grabbing your hair. I, I just see this. And you're like, when? 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 How long? How long? When? 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 And it's almost almost like now you're pulling out your glory because your hair is your glory. Like, like really long hair, right? That's woman's glory. And now you're, ah, what the heck? Now you're just, from a future tense for the most part, now you're pulling out, you're, you're removing your glory intentionally. Or you're trying to, it's like, like removing yourself from grace. Not saying that you can remove yourself from grace, but you're moving away from God's grace. God's grace is still there. I'm just, it's a future word. God's grace is still there, but the frustration will make you want to bypass God's grace, so to speak, and almost operate from a reprobative perspective, if that makes sense. That's the test. And so this dude, it sounds real cliche, really, but this dude is going to be, it's going to look like he's worth it. Some, some, you got, we're going to have people in the face. He's going to look like everything you want to. Sorry, y'all. I told you I didn't get a haircut. Everything you want. But God is like, it's, that's not it. It's a test to see what you're going to do. Will you... Will you put this in front of me? That's the question. Will you idolize this man or this thing? Will you put it in front of me? God told me that before. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what it is. I mean, obviously, that's what it is. God told me that with my ex-girlfriend. He said, if I strip her from you, will you leave me? He asked me that twice. I heard him on my own audibly. If I strip her from you, will you leave me? I was like, no. Where else can I go? And he knew I liked the girl. I liked that girl. Tough. And he said, if I strip her from you, will you leave me? And now I'm married and I got a daughter. Praise God. That's my testimony. All the other stuff y'all seen me talk about over the years is part of my testimony. Stories, experiences, is part of my testimony. Now I'm with my wife and we're walking it out. It's hard, but we're walking it out. We're fighting, we're fighting a common enemy that doesn't want us to glorify God, but we're walking it out. We're walking it out. We're walking it out. So essentially, yeah, it's a, it's a counterfeit. And, but it's a, it's a test. Cause just like when, with that girl, with the young lady, she said, where's your wife at? I was like, man, man, let me hit just. Let me just hit one time because we never had sex. This girl, and I, I'll fly over there. She lives in a whole different state. She's like, yo, I will fly over there just to do it. I was like, sheesh. <laughs> I'm being for real. I was like, dang, bro. Yeah, I said, you bet not. My wife is coming. You bet not. My wife is on her way. I'm going to meet my wife. You bet not. 
you better not do that with that girl. God told me that. Like at least like a month. And I was still in like, when I met my wife, like we weren't even dating. We were just like conversing. Like I was kind of like talking to the chick for like maybe like a day. Cause it went like a whole week. I talked to her a little bit. I was like, oh, man, I can't fool with you. Cause she was like, yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what's good. And I was like, mm-mm, I, I can't. And then later on, I will be honest, later on, I talked to her again. And I asked her some questions, and she was like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And uh, at this time, I'll be, yeah, this happened. My wife, at this time, we we broken up because I broke up with her. And so I asked the girl a question, and she's still like, da-da. I was like, yo, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not it for you, but da-da. And I told her some stuff, because I was like, one, I had to still... Put myself in that. I don't know why I did that. And no, it was a reason why I did that. But I still had to reassure her that I'm like, yo, look, like I'm not it. Just want to let you know that I'm not it. But I, but I believe that God has somebody for you. Some people don't do that. They just rather you just be just not. They they they, just, they get what they want from you, and then don't be caring about what happens to your life. Like anybody, for the most part, that I dealt with, I prayed for them after the fact. Even if I felt some type of way. Now this girl, she didn't really do anything to me when we were dating at one point. But I still prayed for her. But I still wanted her to have her husband. And I was like, bro, like, you want to get married? Like, I want to get married. You want to be in a healthy relationship like I do. Why would I not pray for you? Why would I not? Bro, I got a bunch of exes that didn't pray for me. They just said what they wanted to say, word curses, and kept moving, believers. I was like, dog, come on. Right? So I, I was like, man, I'm, I'm praying for her on my own. I still, I told her, like, look, man, I'm not your husband but if we get involved, you ain't going to want to deal with your husband. Because now that's a soul tie. Now, why would I do that? Why would I do that to your future husband? Why would I do that? Why would I do that? That's not fair. That's not right to him. Why would I do that? To your future husband. Now he got, you know what I'm saying? He got to feel like he comparing himself to, to me and he don't even know me. Why? Why would I do that to that next man that you're supposed to be with? Why would I do that? So, in any case, um, yeah. Uh, God, I pray I get, I just pray and I ask that you just give him grace, give him mercy, Father God. Because uh, some warnings, it's like, God will give you the warning and then once you hear the warning, then it doesn't happen. Because it's like, now you're like, you're ready. You're looking for it. That's happened to me before. My homeboy gave me a couple words. I was like looking for it. And then it didn't happen. But it was because I was vigilant. Right? And we as saints, we are supposed to be sober and vigilant. I was vigilant. Now I'm like, all right, yo, somebody's going to sneak up on you. All right, bet. So now I'm looking. I'm guarded up. I got my guard up. I got my rifle. Now I'm looking both sides behind me. And I'm looking for the thing that's going to try to attack me. Right? So now it doesn't happen. Because I was being vigilant of it. Is that scriptural? Yes. Uh, Jesus told Peter. It, essentially, he was like, man, be kind of like, he's kind of like, be, be sober and be vigilant. He's like, you're going to do this. No, I'm not. I, he wasn't even trying to be vigilant. He was like, look, man, you're going to do this. All right. You know what I'm saying? God always give warning. God been giving warning since the beginning of the time. He was like, yo, Adam, if you eat this, this is what's going to happen. Always gave a warning. Right? I mean, even then, God will give you grace, but it's going to take time. Like, there's times where God gave me warning that I didn't heed it, and then it just prolonged things. 
that happened with me. My homeboy's like, yo, if you don't die, 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 you're going to have to wait 10 years. You know, I waited like 10 years. Like, for the most part, I was like, yeah, actually, it was around like nine, nine years. Right? But I was dealing with women and it just kept prolonging. I was dealing with and just kept prolonging. And I was like, bro, what? Just kept prolonging. I'm like, geez, bro. As a man, I'm saying this. I was, I was doing stuff, involving myself with women, and was just prolonging. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop. It's, it's almost two hours. I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. Guys, thank you for checking out the podcast. Oh, in Jesus' name, I pray, man. Uh, Father God, uh, I'm about to pray all over again. Uh, guys, thank you for checking out the podcast. It's supposed to be different podcasts. Lord Jesus, this is episode 68, Hearts Revealed.